Come on, can we, can we give that to the Lord all over this house tonight? Hallelujah, hallelujah. What a joy it is to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Come on, I feel that joy. I feel that strength. Come on, can we just love on him for just a moment? Jesus, we love you. 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 We worship you tonight, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's something special about when we make time in our schedule to go to the house of the Lord. And when Pastor told me that um, that y'all normally do not have uh, Sunday night services uh, except for special occasions, I, I, I knew I knew in my spirit that God was going to do something special because there's something about when we, when we, when we give God something extra, when we give God uh, something that's a sacrifice, when, when we could be home and, and we could be getting ready for, for, for Monday, but we decided, you know what, God, we, we believe in what you're doing and we, we want you to know that we value what you're doing and, and we just want to put aside some, some extra time to be in your house and to give you worship and to give you praise. And how many of you are excited to be in the house of the Lord tonight? I, I'm genuinely excited to be in God's house tonight. And, uh, I, I'll, never, I'll never forget being on the way to church and I was praying one of those, one of those prayers you pray on the way to church. And I said, God, I, I want you to heal somebody today. I want you to deliver somebody. I want you to. I want you to fill somebody with the Holy Ghost, and uh, just pray in my prayer. And, and would you believe me if I told you that the Lord did not appreciate my prayer? He said, "Landon, I need you to change your prayer." And I said, "Yes, sir, Lord. You you tell me." He said, "Why don't you change that word someone to everyone?" Because it's not my will that I just bless a few, that I just heal a few, that I just feel a few. It ought to be that if you don't get blessed, you're the exception. It ought to be that if you if you don't get your miracle, you're the exception. Because I, I come to do something for every single man, woman, boy, and girl. So I, I just happen to believe that God already started doing something this morning. And I just happen to believe that God's going to continue to do stuff tonight. Because I'm just convinced God wants to do something for every single one of us. Amen. And I want us to go in our Bibles to the book of Mark, the book of Mark chapter 10. And uh, while you're going there, I just echo the words of your pastor, just rejoicing in what God did this morning for those that were healed, for those that were touched, for those that were filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, for those that received their miracle, and for what God is doing in this church. Something special is happening. Something special. I, I can see the hunger. I can see the hunger when you worship, when you praise, when I, I, I just, I just, I applaud you and I'm just going to do my best to preach what I feel in the Holy Ghost and if you are here tonight and you have not received the gift of the Holy Ghost, well, I think we all should know by now you can get the Holy Ghost tonight, you can be healed tonight, but I, I, I don't want to just limit God to that. If, if you're here and you've, you've, you have the Holy Ghost and, and you're healed, I believe God wants to stretch our faith. I, will, I believe God wants to renew our passion. I, I believe God wants to give us a greater vision. I, I believe God wants to call every single one of us further. Do you believe that? Yeah. I believe that. I believe that. And so one more time, I give honor to your pastor and wife. I've grown to love them in the short time uh, that I have known them, and they have just made me feel like family. And I honor, I honor Brother Knight, and uh, I just appreciate his spirit and his kindness, and and honor the anointing that is upon him, and uh, and the men and women that I have just met and encountered. Um, I, I told your pastor, and uh, I, I went on when we were out to eat about you guys, and I said, I said, I I was shocked. I was literally taken back. I said, I, I'm the evangelist, so I'm supposed to say nice things, but I don't, I don't have to say nice things. Nobody makes me say nice things. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, there's no gun to my head. And, uh, but I told him just the genuine shock and surprise that I had. Because you, you, you've gotten used to yourselves. You've gotten used to the building. You've gotten, you've gotten used to what God is doing. But for a first timer to step into the house of God and to see what God is doing, I was in awe. I was in awe of what God was doing. And so I want us just to one more time lift our hands and just thank God. God, I rejoice with Lighthouse Tabernacle. 
I thank you, God, for what you are doing. We celebrate it, God. We're grateful, Lord. We're grateful. And I was reminded that I broke one of my own rules because I, I, I told you this morning we should not be shocked by what God does. We should be grateful. But I was in awe of what God was doing. And so I'm just going to do my best to preach to you. I'm not going to preach a long time, Lord willing, but I just want to preach what I feel in the Holy Ghost. And we're just going to let the Lord minister to us. Mark 10, Mark 10 and 46. And it says these words, and they came, speaking of Jesus and his disciples, and they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he had heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. And Jesus stood still. And he commanded him to be called, and they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. By the help of the Holy Ghost, I just want to minister to you on this Sunday night in West Hartford, Connecticut, the God of the overflow. The God of the overflow. Would you say that out loud? The God of the overflow. I already feel his presence here. And I don't want to be arrogant, but God's word is already anointed. So we're going to ask that God would anoint our heart and our ears. Could you do that right now? Would you put your Bibles down and put your phone down? And would you close your eyes? And would you put your hand over your heart? Would you say, God, I, I, I want you to anoint my heart. I want it to be good ground. Lord, I pray, God, over every single one of us that our heart would be fertile, that our heart would be plowed, that it would be good ground for the seed of your word. God, we, we know your word will not return void. We know that your word is powerful. So, God, I ask that you would anoint our ears, anoint our mind, anoint our marriages, anoint our children, anoint, anoint this assembly, anoint this congregation, God. We want there to be a difference in the Holy Ghost, God. We we're not just here for a revival weekend, but God, we are here for a shift in the Holy Ghost. I thank you for it, God. In the name of Jesus, would you say that with me? In the name of Jesus. Would you shout that with me? In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord. God bless you. You may be you may be seated. I'm I'm going to preach to to everybody in just a moment, but you're going to have to allow me to to preach to that somebody here tonight, and even to those that are not here tonight for just a moment. The Bible tells us that that Bartimaeus was a blind man, the son of Timaeus, more than likely the son of a, another blind man. He he lived on the side of the road defined by the coat on his back and the cup in his hand. It, it was out of control, the coat that he wore. It was out of his control. It was beyond his choosing. It was, it was handed down to him. It, it notified everybody that saw him that he was a blind man. He had been a blind man and he would always be a blind man. It, hear me tonight, it was his identity. But he was not just defined by the coat on his back, but he was defined by the cup in his hand as he as he waited for just another passerby to drop a little something into the cup, allowing him to exist, allowing him to survive, allowing him to barely make it just another day, maybe just another few hours. Maybe if, if there was a lot placed in his cup, even a few days, perhaps even a week, that would be a miracle, and so Bartimaeus quite literally and figuratively found himself at the bottom. And every single one of us in some form or fashion have, have found ourselves at the bottom, amen? We, we, we have found ourselves being brought low by life and by circumstance and by situations and by scenarios. And, and, and I believe there's even men and women here this very night that have found themselves at the bottom. And if by some miraculous testimony nobody has found themselves at the bottom and nobody is at the bottom, then hear me tonight, you will find yourself at the bottom at some point in your life. 
And I just want to expose the lie of hell that would tell us that even at the even when we are at the bottom that we are we are left and we are forsaken and the power of God cannot reach us and the presence of God cannot reach us can I can I just make a case for a moment and can I just propose to you on a Sunday night that even the bottom is a divine location how can you say that, preacher? Well, the Bible says that there was a man named named, 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 named Daniel. He was faithful. He was devout. He he loved God. He was going to church. He was paying his tithes. He was, he was helping in the vacuum. And he was helping do outreach. And he was doing everything that he knew to do. And the Bible says that they found him and they, they persecuted him for his faith. And they, they threw him into a den of lions deep dark pit and the Bible tells us that he he hit the bottom nothing really significant nothing really special about hitting the bottom until you realize that that, that, that Daniel's same adversaries the ones that persecuted him would be thrown into that same deep dark pit and you know what the Bible tells us the Bible tells us that, that the lions devoured them before they ever hit the bottom. Go back and read it. The lions had the mastery of them. The lions devoured them before they ever hit the bottom. What are you saying? If, if you have found yourself at the bottom, God allowed you to hit the bottom. God didn't allow the adversary to devour you, but he allowed you to hit the bottom because the bottom is the worst place to stay, but it is the best place to get back up again. Come on, somebody needs to hear me tonight. The bottom is the worst place to live and dwell, but it is the greatest place to rise up again. Can I remind you that one of the final and premier punishments of Satan, the accuser of the brethren, is that an angel is going to arrest him. And an angel is going to throw him into a deep, dark pit. But it's not just any pit. Revelation tells us it's a uh-oh, it's a bottomless pit. You know why hell hates you? Hell hates you because even at the bottom, you have more than he has. Uh, I'm here to encourage somebody tonight. I hope I'm not preaching to angels. I, I hope you left your wings and halo at home. I'm here to preach to human beings. I'm here to preach to men and women of God that you find yourself at the bottom and, and you, you, you get up again and you fall and you get up again and you fall and and. and, and Hell says you're, you're of no use, you, 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 you've lost your anointing, you've lost your ministry, you've lost your effectiveness, you're, you're at the bottom. But hell despises you because even with the grit and the grime, even with the dirt, even in the darkness, even at the bottom, even when you've lost everything, you have more than he has because you have a second chance. You have the ability to pray again. He can't do that. You have the ability to come to church again. He can't do that. You have the ability to worship again. You have the ability to get up. You've got a second chance and a third chance and a fourth, fifth. Hell doesn't have that. The Bible tells us that Bartimaeus, Bartimaeus sat down. Bartimaeus sat down because you can you can fall and you can get up and fall and you can get up and fall and get up. But somewhere it's just a little a little easier just to sit down and just 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 become stagnant, just become carnal, just become cold. But the prophet said, Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. For when I fall, I shall arise. But he didn't stop there. He said, Even when I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light unto me. God's not going to let me get cold. God's not going to let me get calloused. God's not going to let me throw in the towel. But even when I sat down and says, God, I give up. I'm tired of trying. He's going to bust up in my situation and say, I'm here for you. I'm not letting go of you. I'm not giving up on you. 
So Bartimaeus is on the side of the road. Hear me, stay with me. I, 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 I got, I got to take you with me on this journey. Bartimaeus is, is on the side of the road, and 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 he, it's just another day at the bottom. It's just another day wearing his his identity that tells everybody he's a blind man. It's, it's just another day holding his cup, waiting for somebody to to drop a few coins in. And, but what Bartimaeus doesn't know is he's on a blind date with destiny. Because Jesus is coming to Jericho, and Jesus is going to leave Jericho. Uh, and Jesus will come to West Hartford, and he will leave West Hartford. Uh, but I feel the Holy Ghost right now. God is just waiting. Uh, Jesus uh, is just waiting. Uh, if somebody will let him come, uh, and somebody will let him leave. Uh, or if there will be somebody uh, that says, God, uh, you've got to stop, uh, and you've got to stay. Uh, I will not let you pass by. Uh, I will not let you pass through. Uh, I have got to get your attention. There's a reason that he stopped this morning. There's a reason that he's going to stop tonight. And I need men and women in this house to have the maturity to know that that, that pastor and pastor's wife and, and the ministry team is, is depending upon you to get the attention of heaven service after service and Sunday after Sunday and prayer after prayer. and Because Jesus will come through and he'll leave unless there's somebody that stops him. He, he, he would have passed by the disciples but on, uh, walking on the water, but they cried out to him. He, he would have passed by the lady with the issue of blood, but she reached out. He, he said, Moses, I'm going to hide you in the cleft of the rock, and I'm going to pass by you. Jesus comes to an area, and he'll leave an area. Jesus comes to a service, and he'll leave a service. God, G, 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 Jesus comes to a Sunday, and he'll leave a Sunday. Unless there's somebody that's hungry, unless there's somebody that's desperate, unless there unless there's somebody that says you 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 gotta stop. And so all of a sudden there's a there's a murmur, there's a murmur and there's a there's a rumbling and, and the people talking saying, Hey, 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 somebody's nearby, some somebody's in the vicinity and, and, and Bartimaeus begins to sense what he cannot see. Hear me tonight. Bartimaeus begins to sense that something's moving and something's happening. He, he, he begins to sense what he cannot see and he begins to ask who, who's nearby because if we're, if we're going if we're, if we're to reach into the miraculous and if we're going to step into the supernatural we're going to have to start sensing stuff before everybody else starts seeing it you see God uh, is depending on men and women uh, that can step into an atmosphere and say I may not see the miracle yet but I can sense it I may not see the move of God yet but I can sense it pastor I'm going to help you worship pastor I'm going to help you pray pastor I'm going to help you intercede uh, pastor you can count on my amen you can count on me running the aisles. You can count on me jumping to my feet. Why? Because I sense something's nearby. Something's close. I can't figure it out. I can't explain it. But I know something's nearby. Can you sense it? Can you sense it? Because if you can sense it, you'll start worshiping. If you can sense it, you'll start shouting. If you'll... If you can sense it, you won't just sit there, but you'll move your hand and you'll move your feet and you'll lift up your voice and say, Jesus, I don't know what it is, but I just feel, I just feel something's close. I want you to hear what happens. I want you to hear what happens. He asked them, he says, who, who, who's nearby? And what does the crowd tell him, Brother Knight? The crowd says it's just Jesus of Nazareth. It's just Jesus, the 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 the, the nice carp, carpenter. It's it's just Jesus, the son of Joseph. But I want you to notice with me that that's not who Bartimaeus calls to. Because Bartimaeus has a revelation in the dark. He says, "Oh wait, hey, hey." Hey, 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 this, this is my Messiah. This is, this is the water walker. This, this is the way maker. And, and, and Bartimaeus does not call to Jesus of Nazareth. He says, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. He said, everybody else is just saying this is Jesus, the son of Joseph. But he got a revelation in the dark. And he said, no, no, no. This is Jesus, the son of David. This is my Messiah. This is my living, breathing revival. This is my future. This is my destiny. This is my answer. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. He begins to cry out. 
And I want you to notice what happens. Everybody just stares at him and says, that's cute. That's nice. It's, it's just another Sunday night. No need to get excited. No, 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 no need to get too emotional. No, no need to, no need to let your faith out that much. Hey, Bartimaeus, shut up. Be quiet. Well, you know what the Bible says? The Bible says that he cried all the more. He shouted all the more. He worshiped all. Come on, I want to say it again. When you come under opposition, you better not stop. You better keep doing what you've always done. But you better pray a little more. You better worship a little more. You better give a little more. You better fast a little more. You. I want us just to stand to our feet all across this house and lift up our hands right now. Come on, I want someone to open up their mouth and worship right now. Would you do that? Come on, I, I want somebody to let hell know you can't stop me. You can't silence me. You can't oppose me. I, I've got some more faith. I've got some more worship. I've got some more desperation. I've got some more praise. Hear me, hear me, hear me. So I want to ask you who was really blind. Bartimaeus or the others? You can be seated. You see, they, 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 they could see in the natural, but they missed that this was their Messiah. Bartimaeus was, was blind in the physical, but he, he got a revelation. This, this, there, there, there's something to this, man. This is my, this is my, this is my, this is, this is my miracle. This is my Messiah. This is my answer. This is what I've been believing for. This is what I've been praying for. Bible says, Bible says he's blind. But I, I, I want you to hear me right now. I, I, I want us to have a little, I, I, I want us to have a little math class. I, I, I didn't do too good growing up in math. So I always wanted to grow up and be a math teacher for revenge. So welcome to math class on Sunday night. Glad you're here. We're, we're going to count everything that Bartimaeus has lost. Bartimaeus has lost his sight. I want you to hold up that number. Bartimaeus has lost his sight. Now I want us to count everything that Bartimaeus has left. The Bible says Bartimaeus heard that Jesus was nearby. He's got his ears left. The Bible says that Bartimaeus shouted. He's got his mouth left. We don't need to count anymore because Bartimaeus has more left than he lost. And what he has left is enough to get Jesus to stop. Oh, you didn't hear it. I've come to speak life into you and tell you that you have enough for what God wants to do in your life. Stop letting the devil lie to you and tell you you're too broke, you're too busted and disgusted, you're too bloody, you're too weary, you don't have enough faith. I've come to tell you my worship is enough, and when you know it's enough, you'll use your worship. And when you know your prayer is enough, you'll use your prayer. And when you know your faithful is enough, you use your faithfulness because you understand it's enough. Tell your neighbor it's enough. It's enough. Come on, really tell them it's enough. Oh, some of you didn't say it. I caught you. You better tell your neighbor it's enough. I'm enough. You're enough. We're enough. We have enough for the revival that God has promised. We have enough for the prophecy to come to pass. We have enough for God to stop and do a miracle. So Bartimaeus is just as much hearing Bartimaeus as he is blind Bartimaeus. And he's just as much talking Bartimaeus as he is blind Bartimaeus. But we just focus on what he lost. And we tend to forget about what he has left. The adversary would love to bring condemnation and say, oh, that's great. Six people got the Holy Ghost. But, hey, um, can I remind you what you don't have left? 
Can I remind you what you lost? And God is looking at you even when you can't see him. And he's saying, she's got enough. He's got enough. I wonder if he'll use it. I wonder if she'll use it. I wonder if they'll just let that prayer lay around. I wonder if they'll just let that faith lay around. I wonder if they'll just let that worship lay around. But if they ever use it, it's enough to get my attention. You to hear me. Are you with me for just a few more minutes? Are you with me? Oh, they're not with me. Are you with me? The Bible says that Jesus stopped and he stood still and he 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 commanded he commanded Bartimaeus to come to him. You see, this is this is where we are in the Holy Ghost. You see, we can feel the presence of God and we can feel him around us and, and we can we can get his attention. But I, I want you to notice what happens. The Bible says that, that, that Bartimaeus called out to Jesus and that's not when Jesus stood still. And the Bible says that people begin to oppose Bartimaeus and begin to shut him up. And so Bartimaeus got more desperate. And when he got more desperate, he got more louder. And when he got more louder, that's when Jesus heard him. So God knows how to use the opposition in your life to get you more desperate, to get you more passionate, to get you more worshipful. God knows how to use the circumstances in your life to bring out something greater in you to where he stops and he stands still. But notice with me, he does not come sit with Bartimaeus. And sometimes we can we we, we we can feel the presence of God and, and Jesus has stopped and he stood still and we wonder why he won't come sit with us. But I got a revelation for you tonight. If he comes and sits with you in earthly places, you will never come and sit with him in heavenly places. So Jesus will stop and he will stand still. But he will demand for you to get up. He will not let you stagnate. He will not let you stay where you are. But he will say, child, you stayed in that dimension of prayer long enough. It's time for you to get up and come to heavenly places. You stayed in that realm of faith long enough. It's time for you to get up and come to heavenly places. You believed me for that long enough. It's time for you to get up come to a place of power and authority and dominion. No, Jesus, I want you to have a pity party with me. He said, no, 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 no. I want you to come have power with me. He said, no, 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 I want you to come cry in my Starbucks with me. He says, no, I want you to come and rule and reign and have dominion over the rulers of darkness. I will not come sit with you in your offense. I will not sit with you in your carnality. I will not sit with you in your bitterness. I'm telling you, sit with me in power and anointing and destiny. Lift up your hands all across this house right now. Lift up your hands all across this house right now. I feel the Holy Ghost. So Jesus stops. He stands still. Only after Bartimaeus has gotten louder. And he commands Bartimaeus to come to him. And I want you to hear me. People come to Bartimaeus and say, hey, Jesus wants you. Who are the people that are coming? The very same people that tried to shut him up. Because God can use the haters to become the ushers. And God can use the opposition to be your entourage. And God even knows how to use the devil to bring you closer to him. No, I don't think you realize what I'm saying. God doesn't need the adversary's permission for you to come closer to him. God does not need demonic permission for you to come closer to him. God does not need to ask your fear or your doubt or your suicidal thinking. If you, God can use the suicidal thinking to bring you closer to him. God can use the doubt to bring you closer to him. God can use the temptation to bring you closer to him. God can use the financial valley to bring you closer to him. 
want you to watch, hear me, hear me in the Holy Ghost. If you don't remember anything I said, I brought you to this moment and I'm almost done. Hear me, hear me. The Bible says that, that, that Bartimaeus is going to get up and he's going to go to Jesus. And Jesus is going to speak a word. Jesus is going to speak a sentence. And Bartimaeus is going to hear the beginning of the sentence, but he's going to see the mouth that is saying it by the end of the sentence. Because that's the power of a sermon. That's the power of a word. That's the power of a service. But I want us just to back up for just a moment because he's about to get his miracle. He, he, he's about to get new vision. He's, he's about to see the miraculous. But let's stop. Let's, let's, let's pause. Let's, let's go back. Let's rewind for just a moment. The Bible says he's got to get up and he's got to take his coat off. So we come to church and we say, Pastor, I want you to help me get my old identity off. Take my coat off, Pastor. I want you to take my coat off. I got a, I got a, I got a calling. I, I feel Jesus beckoning me. I, I feel destiny on my life. I feel anointing on my life. I got I to gotta get it off. Help me, singer. Help me, Sister Ford. Help me. Help me. You go this way and I'm going that way. Don't rip my suit, otherwise I'm going to sue you. And we say, I want, I want my coat off. I want my coat off. Get my coat off. I got a new anointing. I got new destiny. I got a, I got a new identity. I, I got authority, and I, I got a new future in God. And we say, "Come on, I gotta, gotta get it off. Help me get it off. Help me get it off. Help me get it off." But there's a problem. We're holding on to our cute little cup, and that's the beggar's cup. And the problem with the beggar's cup, you want to know the problem with the beggar's cup? You only need enough change to get by. I want to say that real slowly. You need just enough change to get by. Just a few pennies of power, just a few quarters of deliverance, just a few, just, just a few dimes of God's presence. Just, I just need to come to service and, and have my cup filled so I can go out and I can exist and I can survive. And, and I'll come back. I'll come back next Sunday with my empty cup and I'll, I'll get it full again and I'll, I'll go and I'll, I'll come back. I've never had a beggar ask me for a hundred bucks. Never had a beggar ask me for fifty. I've only had beggars ask me for just a few dollars, just just a few, just a little bit, just just a little bit of something, just enough to survive. But I'm here to tell you that your history fits in this cup. Your destiny does not. Your past fits in this cup. Your future does not. The Bible said if everything that Jesus had done had been recorded and put in books, not even the world could contain them. So if the world could not contain what he did do, what makes you think your cup of limitations can contain what he is about to do? This... This is what I believe God to do. This is, this is what I've prayed for. This is what I've observed God do. These are the testimonies that I've heard. And we fill our cup. And life drains it. Life empties it. And we fill our cup. But I, 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 I'm here to tell you tonight. The Bible said David would, would, would declare, my, my, my cup runneth over. But it doesn't just stop there. The Bible says in the New Testament, out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. You don't serve the God of enough. You serve the God of more than enough. You don't serve the God that fills your beggar's cup. You serve the God of the overflow. You serve the God that can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you ask or think. I want you to stand with me all across this house. I want you to lift your hands high to heaven right now. Come on, I want you to reach up to heaven for just a moment. Come on, I want you to lift your voice higher than your hands. Come on, I, I feel something getting ready to break open in this house. I, I feel something getting ready to overflow in this house. Yeah. 
Come on, every eye closed. I want your attention on Jesus right now. Come on, someone get the attention of Jesus. Come on, you, you've gotten his attention. You, you've gotten him to stop. And he, he's calling you forward. He's, he's commanding you to get back up. He, he's challenging you. He's beckoning you to not stay where you are. Come on, I feel deep calling the deep right now. Come on, I feel heavenly places calling right now. Come on, heavenly places are calling right now. Heavenly places are calling right now. Come on, you're not normal. You're not average. You don't have the luxury of sitting down. You don't have the luxury of being carnal. You don't have the luxury of staying where you are. God's calling you higher. God's calling you higher. God's calling you higher. God's calling you higher. Come on for just a few more seconds right now, right now, right now, right now. Come on, would you just take the hand of a neighbor right now? Would you lift it up to heaven? Come on, brother to brother, sister to sister, family to family. Come on, would you take the would you take the hand of somebody? Would you just lift it up right now? Come on, would you just lift it up right now and pray in the Holy Ghost for just a moment? Come on, would you just pray in the Holy Ghost for just a moment? Come on, the power of God is here right now. Come on, the power of God is here right now. Come on, somebody ought to be hungry together. Somebody ought to be thirsty together. Somebody ought to be desperate together. Somebody ought to say, I, I hear the call of heaven. I hear the call of a new anointing. I hear the call of new destiny. I hear the new call of miracles, signs, and wonders. I hear the call of revival. I hear the call of another season. I hear the call of another level. Come on, would you bring that person to the front right now? Come on, would you step out from where you are? Come on, don't stop praying right now. Don't stop lifting your voices. Come on, would you step out from where you are? Would you tell God, I'm not staying. I'm moving. I'm moving. I'm not sitting. I'm moving. I'm not complacent. I'm moving. I'm not going to get cold. I'm not going to get satisfied. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Come on, there's a shift happening right now. Come on, there's a shift happening right now. Come on, you got the attention of heaven. Come on, he's standing still. Come on, someone's getting up tonight. Somebody's getting up tonight. Come on, you're not going to stay in that fear. You're not going to stay in that condemnation. Yes, God's calling you higher. God's calling you higher. God's calling you higher. God's calling you higher. Come on, I feel something moving right now. I feel something flowing right now. I feel something rippling over. Can I tell you right now what's happening in the Holy Ghost? Come on, I want everyone to come in just a little closer. Come on, I want you to take a step or two closer right now. Come on, something's happening because of our unity. Something's happening because of our unity right now. Something's happening because you decided to take a step. It's not just a physical step. It's a spiritual step. You're saying, God, I'm moving. God, I'm moving. God, I'm moving. I will not stay the same person. 
I will not go back to who I was. I feel more. I'm reaching for 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 more. I've had the Holy Ghost, but I'm reaching for more. I've seen miracles, but I'm reaching for more. I've seen you do great things, but I'm reaching for more. I'm not going to exist. I'm not going to survive. I'm not going to barely make it. But I need you to overflow in my life. I need you to overflow in my life. I need you to overflow in my life. I need you to overflow. Oh, come on, don't stop yet. Come on, don't stop yet. Come on, I challenge you to just close your eyes and lift your hands all across this house. Come on, there's a divine visitation right now. Come on, heaven is all around you. The presence of God is all around you. Come on, you are born for more. You are born for more. You are born for more. You weren't born to be a beggar. You weren't born to exist. You weren't born to survive. God's calling you higher. God's calling you deeper. God's calling you further. God's got more for us. Come on, there's something building in this house. There's something rising in this house. There's something stirring in this house. Come on, there's a young man that's getting up. There's a young lady that's getting up. There's a saint of God that's getting up. There's a man, there's a woman that's getting up tonight. You're not staying where you are. Come on, let's just entertain his presence for a few more moments right now. Come on, we're going to move on in just a moment. We're going to move on in just a moment. But I want us to entertain his presence for a minute. I want us to entertain his presence for a minute. Come on, I feel his presence moving all around. Would you lift up your hands right now? Come on, would you lift up your hands right now? They're, 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 God's doing something in people all around you. It's not just about you right now. Preacher, I've prayed, I've cried, but God's moving on others right now. God's moving on people all around you right now. Come on, I want you just to offer us some praise. Offer us some worship. Create an atmosphere for God to do the miraculous. Create an atmosphere for God to do the supernatural. Come on, this can be a life-changing night. This can be a destiny-altering night. This, is, this can be radically changing to our future tonight. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. Come on, let's push a little extra. Come on, let's push a little extra right now. Come on, there's a reward in our push right now. There's a reward in the extra tonight. Come on, that's it. Come on, people are worshiping all around you. People are praising all around you. People are getting the breakthrough all around you right now.
Come on, would you worship him for a moment all across this house? Come on, there's an atmosphere of praise being created right now. Would you worship him all across this house right now? God's wanting to do something right now. God's wanting to do something right now. Oh, come on, you're reaching for him right now. 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 Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. I want you to hear me right now all across this house. I want you to hear me for just a moment. There's something happening in the Holy Ghost right now, and this, this is what's happening. Somebody's brought their limitations to the altar. You've limited how much God can use you. You've limited how much God has control in your life. But can I let you know tonight that we, we, we can't hold on to our limitations and let God be the God of the overflow at the same time. God wants to do something mighty in our life. You know what that means? There's some stuff we're going to have to stop watching. There's some talk that we're just not going to be able to get into anymore. There's some places we're just not going to go anymore. There's, there's some things we're just not going to do. Why? Because we're not going to limit God being at work in our life. I said we're not going to limit God performing the miraculous in our life. There, there, there's, some, there, there's some words that we're, we're, we're going to stop saying words like, I, I don't know if God can do that. I, I, I don't know if God can heal that. I, I, I don't know if God can save him, save her. You know what we're doing? We're coming to the altar and we're bringing those limitations. And you know what's happening right now? Somebody's dropping the cup. Somebody's shattering the cup. Somebody's breaking the limitations. Someone's taking off the old identity. And when the cup and the coat is behind you, the miracle is in front of you. I said the miracle is in front of you. So this is what we're about to do. We're about to come up. We're taking off the old identity. We're, we're, we're letting go of the limitations. We're getting ready to come up and we're getting ready to pray together as a family. I, I want everybody to come up as close as you can. I want everybody to come as close as you can. We're getting ready to pray right now. We're getting ready to pray right now. I know we prayed, but we've been breaking some things. I said some things have been breaking. Some things have been shattering. It's time for us to believe God to do things that he's never done before. I said it's time to believe God to do some things that he's never done before. God's wanting to take us into a season of the overflow. God's wanting to break our limitations and, and, and show himself strong. We either believe it or we don't. He can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. Above all that we ask or think. So if you can't think it, how do you ask it? That means there's things that God has planned for Lighthouse Tabernacle that you haven't even thought of. That means there, there's things that God is wanting to do in this church and in you that haven't even crossed your cranium. There, there's things that literally would blow your mind. When we 
we say we serve a mind-blowing God, that's not a cute cliche. That's not something we post on Facebook. That, that's not, that's not on, a, on a picture frame in our kitchen. That's a reality. We serve a mind-blowing God. I don't, I don't know if you, I, I don't know if I believe that. Well, some of the people that knew the old you could see you right now. It would blow their mind that you're here. It would blow their mind that God has filled you. It would blow their mind that God is using you. It would blow their mind that you have peace. It would blow their mind that you have joy. So we're getting ready to pray in just a moment. Getting ready to pray in just a moment. God, God did some great things. God did some great things this morning. He's about to do some good things tonight. But I want to tell you the Holy Ghost, this is not about a revival weekend. This is about a revival mindset. This is not just about a moment in time. This is about a lifestyle. This is not about a preacher coming in and, and something happening and a preacher leaving. I, I, I don't mind telling you, what has happened this weekend is not going to leave. Because I didn't bring it. God brought it. If I could bring it, I could take it. But I didn't bring it and I can't take it. God! I said, God, the God of the overflow, the God that does exceeding and abundantly, He is the one that is responsible. So we're getting ready to shatter those limitations. We're getting ready to shatter those old paradigms. We're getting ready to shatter those old thought processes and fear and doubt. We're getting ready for a new normal. You mark it down. You write it down. We're getting ready for a new normal. I said, we're getting ready for a new normal. We're not going to be shocked when it happens because it's going to be normal. We're, we're not going to be shocked when more people get the Holy Ghost because that's just going to be normal. We're, we're not going to be shocked when atheists and Muslims get the Holy Ghost. We're not going to be shocked when bankers and lawyers get the Holy Ghost. We're not going to be shocked when God shatters this building and says, all right, I'm taking you to a new place. You can't fit in here. You can't fit in here. I told you, I, 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 don't want you to, I don't want you to take this as negative. Our history fits in this. Our future does not. Our future does not. Our future does not. But what are you saying? This is what I'm saying. We've held our cute little cup of limitations and we've said, God, you're welcome right here. And God says, I, 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 I don't really want to fit inside the cup that you are holding. I want to, I, 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 I don't want to really flow into what you're holding. I want to flow out of you. Because in the, hear me, in the Old Testament, David said, my cup runneth over. But in the New Testament, it says out of your belly, out of, out of you, out of you. So, no, so, so hear me, before you came to a source, I, when I go to Starbucks, the source goes with me. When I go to work, the Holy Ghost goes with me. When I go to my family's house, miracles go with me. Power goes. Dominion goes with me. Life power. Miraculous power. Supernatural power. Destiny power. God's, God, God's, God's asking you to take some things. Come to service, say, Pastor, feed me. Singer, singer, get my old identity off. I, I, I got I to have my cup filled back up. God's saying, no, that's, 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 not, that's, not, that's not for now. That worked then, but that's not going to work now. When you come into this house, you're bringing your own worship. You're not going to need someone else's worship. You're bringing your own joy. You're bringing your own power. Why? Because on Monday... I had the flow stirring. On Tuesday, I had the flow stirring. Uh, on Wednesday, on... Hey, hey, Pastor, I know this is crazy, but I... I, I, uh, I, I, I was... I was, I, I, I was talking to my co-worker and, and they told me they had cancer and, and I, I, I was going to tell them, come to church and we'll pray for you, but something inside of me said, I got to pray right then. That's the God of the overflow. Yeah. 
Because God don't fit in a Sunday. God don't fit in a service. God can overflow out of you at any time, anywhere, any place. Hey, 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 Pastor, I, 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 I was witnessing to my friend, and, and I, I just, I, I wanted to bring him to, to prayer meeting, but we got to praying in the living room, and we turned on YouTube, and, and the Holy Ghost started moving, and they were singing on... I, I, I've been in a room. I've been in a room where where where, where, where our pews were couches, and and and, and, I, and our choir was the iPad on the on the coffee table. And all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost started moving. And you know what? I I, I I've been in the room. I'm not making this up. And I didn't know their language. And I called a friend who did, and he translated over the phone. Now, I, I just got to back up. So I was in the living room. And I was with several people, and they spoke Spanish. And I told you this morning a story I put in your Mas Espanol, poco, poco. Mas Espanol, en nombre de Jesús, no pasa nada. But I was in a room with, 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 with several ladies and, and, a, and a pastor. They spoke Spanish. They didn't speak English. So we had, we had, we had an iPad, so we turned on some Spanish worship music. And, and, and I got my phone out. I called my buddy, and we began to pray. And I held the phone in their ear as the first lady received the gift of the Holy Ghost. I held the phone in the second lady's ear. She received the Holy Ghost. Then I went to the pastor. He received the Holy Ghost. And my friend prayed them through over the speakerphone. Why? Because we serve the God of the overflow. He is not limited. He is not limited. It's not limited. So, I'm telling you tonight, God's shifting some things. There's a new dimension. There's a new season. This, is, this isn't just about what God is doing in this moment. This is about what God is doing from this moment. Oh, are we still going to come to service? And is, there'll be some dry times. Yeah. You better start sensing something before you see it. Oh, am I going to still face demonic forces and battles? Oh, yes. But you better you better not go back to that cup. You better let something well up in the inside of you. You better let something stir on the inside of you. Uh, are you going to face temptation? Oh, yes. But you better not wait until you come to service and say, Pastor, fill my cup. You better let the joy of the Holy Ghost, you better let the boldness of the Holy Ghost you better let the authority of the Holy Ghost overflow out of you before you ever get here. I've got to ask, I've got to ask, I've got to ask, I've got to ask. Is there anybody here tonight that you've never spoken in tongues? Is there anybody here tonight you've never spoken in tongues? You don't have it all figured out. You, you don't know what it's all about. You don't have the Holy Ghost. You've never spoken in tongues. But if you want to tonight, I want you to just raise your hand at me. Is there anybody? You've never spoken in tongues. You've never spoken in tongues. All right. Anybody else? Anybody else? You've never spoken in tongues. You've never received the gift of the Holy the God that filled people with the Holy Ghost can fill people again tonight. Now, I want you to be real. I want you to be honest. If you're here tonight and you just need a refreshing, I'll, I'll, I'll lift both hands. You just need a refreshing of the Holy Ghost. I want you to raise your hand. Maybe you spoke in tongues this morning. Maybe, maybe you spoke in tongues a few months ago. Maybe it's been years. I believe in the God of the overflow. I said, I believe in the God of the overflow. Maybe you got pain in your body. Anybody with any type of hearing problem? You got any type of hearing problem with one or both of your ears? Anybody? What about what about eyes? Anybody got any issues with their eyes? This is a healthy church. Tell me, what is it? Any kind of blur in their eyes? So we believe in the God of the overflow, right? 
last weekend we were in California and there was a girl that was legally blind in one of her eyes and she came up and she said I, 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 I believe the Lord can heal you and so we began to speak in the name of Jesus we began to pray in the name of Jesus so I asked her I'd asked her before if she could read the scripture on the screen so we prayed and, and it just so happened that the scripture from the message was about the young man that the disciples looked at him and then looked at Jesus and said, hey, here's a blind man. Who sinned, him or his parents? Jesus said, neither, but this happened so that the works of God would be manifest. And throughout the story, he goes that he goes to the, the pool, he washes, and, and he receives his sight. And, and, and that scripture was on the screen. All of a sudden, she couldn't, she couldn't read it. We prayed for her, and all of a sudden, she began to read about the young man that received sight in his eye. A few minutes later, she said, Landon, she said, the very first word that I saw was the word I. Whatever we pray for, that's what we're going to see. She was praying for her eye. That's what she saw first, the word I. Can I tell you, if you're praying for a prodigal, we're going to see that prodigal come. If you're praying for a healing, I believe we're going to see that healing. If we're praying for revival, we're going to see that revival because there's nothing too hard for God. So I want you to come up, girl. I want you to come up. Yeah, you, you got enough faith. You see, you got enough faith. You got enough faith. Just a moment. We're, we're just going to lift up our hands. We're going to close our eyes. We're just going to let the Lord begin to flow in this house. I, 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 I've told you what God is going to do from this weekend onward. There's gifts. There's gifts that are resident in men and women in this room time for you to start start operating in them. I say it's time for you to start operating in them. There's men and women in this room. You have the Holy Ghost. And you had opportunity to move in one of the gifts of the Spirit. I, I don't have time to clarify anything on the list. Pastor can help you. But I, 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 want, I want you to hear me for a moment. Have you ever have you ever had a time where you know that you missed an opportunity to move in one of the gifts of the Spirit? Maybe it was the gift of intercession. Maybe it was the gift of faith, pray for someone. Maybe you had a word for somebody. Maybe it was tongue interpretation. Can I tell you, you may have missed the moment, but you didn't miss the gift. The devil wants to say it's not in you anymore. It's not. You've got the Holy Ghost. I said, you've got the Holy Ghost. And the devil would lie to us and say, oh, we've got we to gotta become all together. we got to get it all right. And, and one day we'll be able to reach one of those gifts. Well, that's not biblical because Paul said, stir up the gift. It's already on the inside of you. You got to stir it up. You got to stir it up. You got to stir it up. So we're just going to have a little commercial break for a second. There's men and women in this room. You're going to wake up in the, you're going to wake up in the middle of the night. The spirit of intercession is going to be on you. Don't go back to bed. Get up and pray. Get up and pray. There's going to be men and women in this room. You meet somebody and they need a healing in their body. God didn't let you meet them by accident. Can I just be so bold to say God didn't let you meet them just so you can say, hey, here's your church card. I'm praying for you. God allowed you to meet them so you can take them by the hand and say, hey, I know we don't know each other real well, but I just want to pray for you. By the power of the name of Jesus and the authority of his word, I rebuke the lung cancer. I rebuke the diabetes. I rebuke the pain. I command it to go in the name of Jesus. That's the kind of stuff God's wanting to do. I'm talking about men and women in this room saying, Pastor, I, I, I got a word. This is what I feel. The pastor's going to look at you and say, I've been waiting on that. I've been waiting on that. I'm talking about God using us in a greater dimension. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I want you to tell me your name again. Julie. Julie wants the Holy Ghost. I believe God's going to give Julie the Holy Ghost. Is there anybody else that believes that? I believe the Lord can give my brother the Holy Ghost. I believe the Lord can give my brother the Holy Ghost. I believe the Lord can heal this girl's eye. Tell me your name again. Lydia, I believe the Lord can heal Lydia's eye. I believe that. Does anybody else believe that? Does anybody else believe that? I believe that. I want us to gather in just a little closer. We're getting ready to lift up our hands. We're getting ready to lift up our voice. We're getting ready to pray. 
God's going to fill them with the Holy Ghost. God's going to heal her. God's going to confirm some things in the Spirit. We're, we're not going to be here all night. I know we had a long morning. But we're just going to let the Lord overflow in this house. He's already been moving. But we're just going to let Him overflow in this house. You believe that? I want us to lift up our hands all across this house. I want us to lift up our hands all across this house. Come on, we're getting ready to lift up our voices in just a moment. Every hand lifted. Every hand lifted. Every eye closed. I'm going to pray the prayer of faith. When I say in the name of Jesus, I want you to shout the name of Jesus. And I want you to let the Holy Ghost overflow out of you. God, I thank you for every single man, every single woman, every single boy and girl that is here. And God, tonight I thank you for every single man that is not here, but is coming. I thank you for every woman that is not here, but coming. I thank you for every boy and girl that are not here, but coming. I speak to the south. I speak to the I speak to the north. I speak to the east, and I speak to the west to yield the harvest that God has promised and prophesied. I speak to the strong man of this city. I speak to every principality and power. I curse them. I cast them down. I bind them in the name that is above every name. And God, I lose your power. I lose your authority. I lose your anointing through this man of God, through his wife, through this church body. And tonight, I lose miracles, signs, and wonders. I lose the best gifts to be in operation. And I lose the Holy Ghost to fall in this house right now in the name of of Jesus. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost.